0: easily irritated was not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. Welcome to another episode of Easily Irritated. I'm your host, stand-up comedian, Mike McCowan. <sighs> Did some shows in California over the weekend. Sorry it's been a while, you guys. I was working on a project that I can't quite talk about yet. That and uh, my grandma died, you know. Which, <sighs> you know, uh, I would feel bad, but You can't be spewing out uh, Asian slurs, you know? Not in this time, not in 2021, no. Not even as a 96-year-old old old lady, old little Irish lady, no. Not the right time. You certainly don't go to Koreatown in L.A. and just uh, yell out some not-so-nice words, you know? You don't throw up gang signs to the to the tarantino mob or whatever it is the korean gang calls themselves the triad that's it tarantino triad it's the same thing if you think about it backwards and to the left but either waysies you know do i miss my grandma yeah but lucky for her those asian gang members they caught her in a uh they caught her in a knife fight. Lucky for her, she brought a bazooka. Unlucky for her, well, she was 96. She couldn't brace for the impact, blew her arms straight off. No, I, uh, I love my grandma a lot. I was actually really close with my grandma. Um, I grew up talking to her on the phone, and I went to Ireland with her. She's a nice, crazy lady, you know? feel like i got some of my coolness and my craziness from her i'd like to think so anyways now she uh she had a lump in her lungs and uh at that point at 96 it's like either you you open it up or open her up or you know which way do you want this to end peacefully or bloody so we chose the we chose the former but uh, I went to her wake you know it is true what they say—the old hacky joke of uh, the difference between an Irish wake and an Irish wedding. One lost drunk, and in that case, that was my my Gramsies, you know, my grandma. You know, I couldn't help to think when I was we were reading her um, little little card that they hand out to people, you know, the little piece of paper. She wasn't—it wasn't a funeral; it was a wake. It still didn't make sense that it was over a month after her death, but, you know, what? whatevs, my bevs, you know? It was on one of those whale-watching boats in Dana Point, California. She All her ashes were put into this papier-mâché turtle and floated out to the sea. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I kind of wanted a shark or one of those whales to just engulf the turtle. You know, not in a malice, not in a... You know, naked Tory way, you know not on the negativo I just think it'd be funny in the moment. And my grandma she would appreciated that or she would appreciate that you know but in her uh, in her cards and it was a nice little like you know where it says like your life and your death and a little bout about Colleen McCowan that's her name rest in peace. Loved her very much. But, and her little card thing, where it's like, it's a beautiful little poem, and it's like written about the future grandkids that will never get to meet her, which is sad. Yeah, I get it. But, they kept calling her Gram something. Gram mug. Or Gram Gram mug mumsy. It was like, Who the fuck is this? We never called her that. She signed her on on her own, like, Christmas cards, grandmom. Who's grandmumsy? Or whatever they said, you know? It's weird. It's like just a certain select grandkids, you know, called her something. And everybody I looked at, I thought I was alone. I looked at everyone else. They're like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. But anyway, it was a beautiful service ceremony. Uh, I didn't want to talk. I'm not the sentimental type. I feel like you should only talk at funerals and weddings if you can inspire some kind of emotion. Other than maybe laughter, but those aren't the times to be funny necessarily, you know? I'm not the guy who would want to like speak at weddings. I did it a few times and I learned my lesson you know I'm not the not the speech type maybe for inspiration or vengeance you know maybe for vengeance that's another thing. people treating me like I'm beneath them. You know, I get it. My energy around people is not what you would say the energy that I cultivate on here or when I'm on stage or when I'm doing things, you know, because I like to be a regular person and I like to be seen as a regular person. I can't be loud and all the time. All right. Because nobody would talk to me and I wouldn't be allowed at stores. I had a, had a, a comedic actor friend. We're in the road doing gigs, and she's doing, we're doing shows of, over in California. She was talking about my podcast, and she said, You know, you're a different person when you're in a room alone. When you're in your studio all by yourself, you are a little bit way different. And uh, to her, I say, You're wrong. Well, you're right in the sense, but you're wrong, you know, because where I feel like you think I'm a different person version of myself here no 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 other way around these my friends I have to tone it down all right I've got to tone down bring it down the mic levels all right and I'm not talking about i I'm talking about me M-I-K-E all right I've got to bring down the mic levels of myself of my personality I'm just a little too much all the time you know, I'm either too quiet and mumbly because I'm trying to tone it down and I don't know a medium volume or I'm too loud like I am now, which, which kind of bums me out because I need to keep an eye on the time because if it goes past 10 o'clock, I'll get complaints. I'll get complaints like I do from my neighbors because I don't live in a house. I live in a condo. My studio is in my condo. And if I, if I volume levels, I get complaints. They're unhappy. They have regular jobs, you know? That's on them, though, I feel, you know? How dare they dictate my lifestyle? But that's just the way it is. And it used to bother me sometimes because I have to turn it down, you know? I have to turn off the energy a little bit. And uh, people tend to mistake... Like being kind, being nice, being humble and sweet and quiet. For being stupid and for being naive. And sometimes they feel like they could pull one over on the old Mikester. On the old Mikey. Not the case. I see everything. I hear everything and I know everything that goes around, around me. You know, goes on around me. I've had situations where I can't talk about because <laughs> I already did a podcast like that, you guys. I already recorded a full podcast, but a li- I overshared a little too much. I'm going to put it on the Patreon, though. So if you want to listen to it, 1st got to create a Patreon. But then uh, I'll throw it up on there. You pay $5 a month. You have a little skin in the game. I feel a little more comfortable talking shit, you know? Uh, even about the people I talk shit about. You know? I mean, at the day, end of the day, if you paid $5 just to hear me talk shit about you, who really won? You know? I think it's me. I feel like it's me. I feel like it's the guy who's $5 richer. But that, um, you know, I never went to a real college. I went to Juco, the junior college. So, who knows? But, uh, no, a lot of situations happening around me lately where. I can tell the people around me think they're getting away with it. Listen, Daddy knows. Daddy knows all your secrets. The Mad King knows what's going on in his kingdom, all right? The Mad King is no idiot. He's a little crazy because he's talking to himself in the third person and calling himself the Mad King, and he's still doing it. But... I know things, alright? Daddy knows. Nothing goes on in daddy's environment where daddy doesn't know. (sighs) I really like referring to myself as daddy. That's probably a problem, considering I can't have kids. Anyway. No. The difference is, I don't care. In fact, I sometimes question the fact where I just don't care So my friend, Travis Clark, very funny comedian, constantly tells me, I feel like your don't give a shit level for what people do around you is too low. I disagree. You see, it's like the lady that was being walked on a leash by her husband at the park and at the grocery store. I don't give a shit what you do. Don't make it my problem, all right? Now, a few people recently made it my problem. And although they don't know they've made it my problem, Daddy knows what's going on in his house, in his environment, all right? I'm like God, I see everything. Or Santa Claus. Except I don't give as much, you know? I'm relatively a selfish Santa Claus, if that's the case. More like God, I would say, you know? But not as spiteful, you know? What is a presence that just doesn't give a shit? Is that Satan? Is that Satan? Okay, well, I guess I'm Satan, you guys. I've been called the Antichrist by Miss Nightmare and a few handful of people. So, you know what? Let's just go with them to Satan. And like Satan, I don't give a shit what you do with your life. That's your life, man. I'd rather you not make a comment on my life choices, so I'm not going to comment on yours. My mama taught me to treat others how how I would like to be treated, you know? And how I would like to be treated is not talked down to, for one. Also, you can't tell me how to live my life, All right? I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the Pope. You can't tell me how to live my life. Maybe if you got a medical doctor in, you know, if you got, if you're a doctor in around and you're wearing one of those lab coats, all right, I see them doing their thing, walking around that hospital like they own the shit. I see you as you're giving me my meds while I'm wearing my jacket that hugs me back. You think it sounds like a dream, you guys. A jacket that hugs you back? You think that would be the dream? It's not. All right. What are you going to do with your hands? Well, you can't do anything because the jacket won't let you. It's hugging you too tight. You know, over in the happy hospitals. At least that's what they call them to me. When the big guy, when the guys with the big white band show up and they're all dressed in white. And I thought, hey, they must be angels at first, but they're not angels. All right, they have needles, and needles don't belong to angels. Angels have swords. I read it in a dictionary once, you guys. Swords! Flaming swords! Speaking of flaming swords, back to my problem. You know, it used to bother me that people would just assume that I'm stupid, you know? Papa ain't no fool, right? My IQ, pretty damn high. I don't talk about it because I feel like I have no right to. I do things on the daily basis that make me question and and even grateful that I'm alive, that I haven't wandered into a bus, either still or moving. It doesn't matter, you guys. That's how much I don't pay attention when I walk around. I don't watch where I'm going, you know, not to contradict what I said pre- before. Because the Mad King knows. But I have blocked my keys in my own condo. You know, it's not a it's not an apartment. I can't just go to the apartment complex and be like, hey, can you get throw me another copy for a $5 fee? Nah, nah. I've gotta make my own copies. I can barely take care of myself. My doctor told me I was malnourished. He told me I had one of those bellies like from the children in Africa. He said, Papa, you gotta take care of yourself, you know? It's like you're in worse condition than most drug addicts and Heroin addicts that fly on, fly on in here. You know, you don't, you, you don't do heroin. You don't do meth. You're not a drug addict. You're a, you should be a healthy thirty year old fella, but you're not, sir. You're not. Speaking of drug addicts, back to the thing. Listen, it's like. Jenna, I don't know if she cares about if I mention her name. It's not a negative thing. I think actually very highly of her. In fact, she's one of the very few comedians that I actually respect, or comedic actors, whatever term you prefer, darling. But, you know, high respect levels. I'm just saying, as someone who has seen the innards of Mike and have been in hotels where they have threatened to kick out me, kick me out for being too loud. You should know, if I acted like that all the time, people wouldn't fuck with me. They'd be like, nah, 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 nah. He's not one of us, you know? He's playing too too many fuck-fuck games. That's what my friend Austin calls it. He says, you're playing too much fuck-fuck games, you know? And that's what I did the first podcast. I played too many fuck-fuck games. My, My mind wasn't right yet, you know? It, I had to get opened up a little bit. I had to be crafty. I wasn't crafty enough. I overshared and that is a problem. You know? But, no. It happens too often. It happens to, with people I work with. And it and people around me, associates, friends, people that I just met. They like to assume a certain thing about me. They like to assume I'm a certain way. That's why I recommend people... Listen to the show, you know? Listen to Easily Irritated. Listen to my podcast. If if even you want to go on it as a guest, listen to it first. Know the tone. Know the tone that it's fairly negativo. We're all about honesty on this thing. Also, speaking of honesty, honestivo. Heard from a very reliable source. Hate to throw you under the bus, buddy. I won't mention your name for legality purposes all right but i have it on good authority that my fake rumor you know as some might call it turns out pretty close to reality you know Rob schneider lives in arizona turns out he he does frank with the home depots allegedly you know and he allegedly hires some mexicans brings them home with him, has his wife Film the whole thing what do they do with the tape that's that's my question is it is it research for deuce bigelow for arizona gigolo i don't know i don't have the answers to your questions my friends all i do know is i've talked to these four mexican gentlemen they're regulars in the schneider board all right in the schneider bus in the bathroom of schneiderville de rob they bathe them they lather them up nice and good Little tidbit, you know, surprising little drop of info. Little Rob, little Rob Schneider, little Deuce Bigelow. He is not, he's not a soap bar man, you know. He doesn't like the body gel. He likes the Dove for sensitive skin. He likes the foam for sensitive skin made by Dove, which... Brings me to my next next point. And this is all allegedly, by the way. Although, if we are saying that it's a lie, then we are calling four Mexican gentlemen liars. And I will not be accused to those five gentlemen, possibly six, relatively closer to four. And I will not be responsible for them being called liars. Not here. Not on the Truth Podcast. Not in all things Reality. But it brings me to my next point. That soap in question, that Dove foam for sensitive skin, turns out, living my life thinking, maybe you're a little too dainty, Mike. Sensitive skin? Sensitivo skin? I mean, thick it up. Thickin' up. But turns out, I bathe like the stars, you know? I lather like the stars. B-rated stars, but stars nonetheless. If you know Adam Sandler, you're a star in my book, my friend. (sighs) Anyway. Speaking of stars, or falling stars, I should say. I've been a fan of this fella since I saw him in a Friends episode. And this man is Michael Rappaport he's since started doing stand-up. And usually, you know, usually actors starting to do stand-up, you know, it can go either way. I gave John Mayer a pass. I've heard he's actually pretty funny. Have I seen any of his his stuff? No. That's just because I don't care to. I also don't listen to his music, you know. And if his music is anything like his comedy, I feel like I want to enjoy it. Now, will I give it a gander the next time I'm drunk on Christmas vacation? Sure. Maybe, if I remember. But no, Michael Rappaport, you know? lot of, Lost a lot of respect for that man. You know? I was always one of those people who were like, you know, he's a great comedic actor. Likes his podcast. Well, I never really listened to it, to be honest. But I liked the idea that he had one, you know? And, uh... I liked the man. I was like, good for him doing stand-up. But then he got picked up by Barstool Sports. You know, his podcast was on Barstool for a while. And then he attacked his own fan base because his fans were making fun of him. Listen, bro. You can't dish it out if you can't take it. You can't be the king of shit talk and also be a thin-skinned pussy. All right. You can't be both. Pick a lane. That's all I'm saying. You know, you got on a, you got on a lawsuit. You're going on back and forth with Barstool with Sports with Dave Portnoy. And you lawyer up. Dude, as soon as you lawyered up, you weren't a comedian. All right. Now, does Michael Rapaport listen to this podcast? Of course not. He probably never will. But I just want to put it out there that he, as soon as you lawyer up, you are admitting, you cannot battle any more mentally. You are admitting defeat. Well, he said I had herpes. Dude, I just said Rob Schneider showers with Mexicans. They're jokes. We're comedians. It's not serious, you know? Oh, he made t-shirts that said you had herpes. Do you only care because he has a platform? Dude, you shouldn't be in this. The internet is not for you, my friend, if you are worried about what people think. You can't be the king of shit talk. Dude, that's my biggest problem. Sorry, dudes, plural. My biggest problem with people in general and it's usually the times that I get in entanglements with them, all right? My friend's cousin, you know, most of the people that I hang around because of Austin, you know, because we have a roasty kind of uh, relationship, you know. And I don't care if you roast me, I've got a thick skin, you know. But if I come at you, you can't be a thin skinned pussy. Alright? You can't dish it out and not take it. Because that makes you a hip, 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 hypocrite. Hip, hip, hippity, hypocrite. And I don't fuck with those. Alright? Also, you know, just like to be treated with respect in general. You know, don't treat me like I'm stupid because I'm certainly not. I've got a 140 IQ, my friends. I'm sorry, 150 IQ, 140 is genius level. 10 points over? Well, although I did take that when I was high on marijuana and a little crossfaded. So it could be way higher than that, or I could be like one of those Rain Man geniuses, you know? Maybe I'm only genius level when I'm a certain amount of intoxicated. That would be brilliant. I want to retake it now. See if I score average. Well, I'm inhibited now. Well, I'll take it at a sober point in my life. I don't know when that may be. I don't know if that's today. And I don't know if that's tomorrow. But at some point, I will take that IQ test again. Because I would be really curious to see if I tested average. Or... Maybe I break the test. Maybe it's like fucking two hundred, like like Travis, you know. Maybe I'm a rain man. Maybe we could go to Vegas. Maybe we're 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 putting we're wasting money on the table, you know. We're leaving money all over the place. We should be in Vegas if that's the case. Even if I score regular when I'm sober, that's the case. That's definitely the case. All the times I've, I've been in Vegas, not once have I gambled except on one slot machine, and I won $200. And I was like, let's not push your luck, Mike. You don't have that much of it. If it wasn't for bad luck, sometimes, honestly, I feel like I wouldn't have any luck at all. (sighs) Hence the song, you know? Hence the terrible song that I recorded and put somewhere on this podcast. I had no business writing that song. I certainly had no business singing it. But we always do things we shouldn't, you know. It's part of life. But, yeah, it happens to me a lot in uh, the work environment. Personal relationships all the time, constantly. In fact, I can name ten people off the top of my head that I've interacted with in the past two weeks that have definitely, for sure, talked down to me and treated me like I'm a sensitive little Sally. Like... I'm I'm just a little country bumpkin. I don't understand big city words. I don't understand everything that's happening around me cuz I'm just sweet and innocent. I'm a I'm a sweet little innocent little homeschooled boy, you know? I'm not the goblin king. I'm not the mad king. The mad goblin king. Daddy knows what's going on around him, right? And I would—I started with this dude. Uh, forget his name, uh, Hayden something. Hayden, uh, I don't know. Honestly, I can't tell you. I can't even—I no, can't even remember his last name. In fact, I've never seen him at like any stand-up show or any like video. I haven't seen him. He's. He's disappeared. He's probably not in the entertainment industry anymore. But I started with this dude. And he gave me the most backhanded compliment to his cousin. He was like... He was trying to talk me up in his own weird little way, you know? And he was like... When I first met Mike, I didn't think... You couldn't you couldn't really pick him out from a crowd. I mean, he's a good-looking dude, but... Not much of a personality, not much of a presence, really. And I thought, you know, this dude, he's not gonna make it. You know, he's gonna be an open micer forever. And then I saw him get on stage, and he fucking annihilated the room. His words, not mine. And then I thought, damn. Listen, you could have left out all the beginning part. And it'd be a really good compliment. But you pretty much said that you thought I was a peon, waste of space, piece of shit, good for nothing, talentless fuck. And then I impressed you because I turned it on because I was on stage. There's a microphone in my hand and that's what we do. You know? I don't like to be all of myself all the time. All the time. You know? I like friends. I like being able to go places. Not looked at. I like... Being able to date pretty women, you know? I like a social life. And if I'm like this all the time, this podcast is hard enough on my social life, all right? Ladies look it up and they're like, whoa, all right? You're a little too crazy. This is not the, this is not the person I thought you were. That's why I need to write or die, all right? Sometimes I think about comedians and I'm like, I don't know. That's like two fucking dynamites dynamite sticks and they're both like lighting each other with their sparks i mean does it sound fun as hell uh yeah of course it does we're we don't live forever i'm down but i've realized something about myself because i've I've, i i continue to get myself in these situations by choice by choice and that's because curiosity if if curiosity killed the cat if it did uh, did in fact kill the in theory theoretical cat then it will for sure kill Mike McCallan. All right? Nobody is more curiouser. All right? I don't the what I realize about myself is I don't live life for the morality. All right? I don't live life to Say, what would be the most moral choice in this decision? Nah, nah, nah. I live life for the story. Now, when I told my best friend that, he said, and this is why I'm going to outlive you. Now, he's not wrong, you know? He's not wrong. But who will have a more exciting life? I think it's me, you know? I think it's the people who associate with drug addicts and psychopaths. It's me. You know, I enter in a life of chaos. You know, I have people in my home that most people want to let in their home. But I do. Why not? For the morality, you know. For the story. And sometimes you got to follow the story all the way, to. It's like being a reporter, in a way. You know, you gotta follow the story through, even if it kills you sometimes, you know. As long as you know funny people that can retell your story, what you did was not in vain. Anyway, this has been another episode of Easily Irritated. I'm now eight minutes past my curfew time, you know. I don't want to test the limits. Because if it keeps going, I'm gonna get louder, and I know I can't do that. So... Anyway, I'll drop another one tomorrow. I'm sorry it's been a while. Won't happen again, my lovely, lovely children. But that's the problem of doing a solo podcast, my friends, without a producer, you know? Who's there to be able to record and, you know, release it? Not Daddy. Not the Mad King. You know? For those of you who think I gave myself that nickname, fuck you. That was one of my jail nicknames. It was Crazy Guy, The Mad King, Young Bundy, Undercover Faggot. I didn't choose them, whack you know. mole Stinky. And that's it. You know? I did jail the wrong way, for sure. You could go in there, give yourself a name like The Joker or The Chef. I didn't do that. I answered to the wrong name. And then I let a little too much of my actual personality show in the hole. And I got the nickname the Mad King and Crazy Guy. Alright? That is why why I don't release the full mic on everybody. I can't release the full mic. There's too much mic for the world to handle. Alright. right. Have a nice week, you filthy animals. Coming to kill ya! You've been listening to Easily Irritated with comedian Mike McCowan. If you dig the show, then please like, subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the word. You can follow me on social media at Mike McCowan on YouTube. That's M-I-K-E-M-C-C-O-W-A-N. And at Mike McCowan Comedy on Instagram. If you're a gamer and you want to play with me on PlayStation... My gamer tag is Foster underscore Goblin. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and review our podcast page on Facebook. You can find it by searching Easily Irritated Podcast. Links all in the description.